Hello. Hello. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, perfect. I can hear you, perfect. Good, good, good. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Okay, hello everybody, and welcome to the Teddy Hoggle podcast. My boy Teddy Hoggle, and today I am joined by VJ. How are you doing, VJ? Yeah, I'm really good, really good. This nice weather today, and yeah, I know. for to today, I was really looking forward. To- yeah, it's a shame. You know what it is? It's a shame I need to go by two o'clock, man. It's a shame. And I want I wanted to talk to you for longer as well. But you know what? We have um season um season three part two coming out eventually. Anyway, yeah. um I am jotting down the questions for the um for the people. Um season season three part two is gonna be a bit darker, it's gonna be a, a bit more um cultural, cultural. I'm gonna try and get into the more cultural side of people's understanding about what it's like to live in London and stuff like being that ethnic minority yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. like do you know what I mean okay so no perfect I think, yeah no I, wanted to, I was thinking one hour won't be enough I had those guests etc so I, again <laughs> uh, we stuck in and let's, yeah. let's get cracking let's get cracking but first of all though, I want to talk about your book can you introduce people to your book because I really want I, he's got a very good motivational book that's out so i don't i don't want to mess up the title or anything like that so can you tell pe- people a little bit about yourself a little bit about the book that you are that you wrote promoting and doing yourself yeah of course in a nutshell so the title of the book is called bite your bullet and all my life i've always been about achieving that's always been my goal so um again when i was a kid and stuff there wasn't much confidence in me um then as i grew old and I started developing confidence. So I saw my journey and like, I realized over the years, as I was being in a manager role in retail, um, I was pretty much coaching people at the same time. And it's a belief system that, you know, you have to be the best at what you do and enjoy what you're doing. And that's how you achieve. That's literally formula. So then what happened was over the years, obviously I managed people from the age range of like 16 all the way up to 75 years old. I found a lot of people had in common was low confidence. Um, and I was quite surprised because because like they were really sure of themselves, etc. But then deep down they were carrying a lot of, you know, traumas and whatnot, etc. etc. So then um all that blended together, I noticed that I had a gift of myself that I can share with the world where I encourage people to push um in a there was this one lady, for example, she was a single mum and she wasn't sure to do life she was working for me in retail in fashion retail and then where she wanted to do a psychology course so after mm. me and her had a together etc she went course and that, that that kind of thing it really makes me happy um that's just one all that blended together with my management experience and then my mentality and in writing the book Thankfully, it's giving me motivation as well, extra motivation to to be their best version of themselves. But more importantly, the reason why it's called is everyone has imaginary bullets, right? And it could be anything like I'm too fat to do this, or I haven't got any physical stuff, right? And mentally, it could be um, I can't do this uh, task. Um, I can't uh, finish this uh, project I have to do, etc., etc. So that's an imaginary bullet created. So when you bite your bullet, that's when you can. And that's what I've done all and I continue to do so. So, yeah, that's in a very quick nutshell. 
and I hope idea of what bite your bullet mentality is about and yeah. you'll probably hear that conveyed in my answers today yeah no that's, that's very good um i want to say to you um i did meet you through work and you were one of the managers that did you 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 are one of the managers that saw potential in me um just by looking at me and and the way i worked i think you are i had another i had another manager from um mm-hmm. another previous workplace i did the same podcast with and he yeah. said the same thing okay um, that, that, that's the reason why i brought you on here because um you are very similar to me you're trying to uplift people um trying right. to bring out the best that's in them trying to bring out their purpose and your bite your bullet book is a very mm. good representation of what i believe in too it's if you can find your purpose and find what you are good at and mold what you are good at and try to not say for yeah. money wise just try to fulfill a purpose in yourself you feel happy in yourself do you know what i mean it's more about happiness and what you can give back to people in order for you to strive as a normal human being you know because some people get happiness from all sorts yeah. of things but if you yeah. can find your purpose and try to push people forward like what you are doing then i think it's a, a very good way to like even f- fulfill happiness in yourself do you know what i mean so it's all about win-win situations right so if you're yeah. winning i'm with and when mm-hmm. i met each other right and mm-hmm. uh yeah the facility i could feel that bouncing off each other the energy there and what we both stood for and when um there's a saying it's called your type right so yeah. it's no coincidence that uh me and you have come in contact again today to this day um, and that's what happens yep. to a lot of people. So it's all good. It's all good. True, it's true, it's true. Um, so today I'm going to run down a series of questions with you. Um, just to get you to see what we're already talking like it's natural anyway. But I like to go through these icebreaker questions just to make people feel like, you know what, it's not all serious. It's not all, it's not all like, yeah, rah, yeah, rah, rah, yeah. Rah. the first question will be, if you yeah. get out of the shower clean, why does your towel get dirty? Right. Now, with that... <laughs> so, with that one, yeah? It's like... <laughs> do you know what? This is funny, right? Me and my girlfriend, right? Because I stay at hers quite a lot. And one day mm. I said to her, I go, have you washed my towel lately, right? Because, you know, the towel's left there when I'm not there, etc., etc. Hearing that question, the only dirt that gets... leave your towel <laughs> and it gets damp. So that's the only <laughs> I would think a towel would get dirty. But in my head and the psychological element, once you've had a shower, and you're clean. <laughs> I'm clean, bro. Yeah. But that, that, that's to, to that. It's like I, I blame it on it being neglected, the poor towel. If it's not been like uh, used for a few days. So that's my answer. Yeah, true, true. That's true. Okay. Um, what came first, the orange fruit or the color? Okay, so oranges, it's one of my favourite fruits. So I'm going to say orange. Why would you say orange? So I say Before orange the colour? Because, right, look at the sky. What colour is it? It's blue, right? When the sun's shining, etc. Leaves are green. So we have given, yeah? So mm-hmm. when I see a anything from nature, we've given it a name. We've given it a meaning. So right um the skin like it's commonly known as but yellow wasn't invented until we saw a color in 
flower, whether it's even the sun, right? In pictures, when kids draw it, you put a yellow color, right? So yeah. that's why that, that's that's what I want to believe. Yeah, um, that's good. I, that's what I want to. Be. But I have heard what one of you. Uh, there was a fun fact I picked up on where you said oranges were man-made. Yeah, so it's, a, it's a hybrid that, fruit. It's a, it, it's it's a, a mix between. Yeah, it's a hybrid fruit. Yeah. Yeah. So that after, and I was like, I was telling my girlfriend, I was like, damn, did you know oranges are like, um, it's a, a hybrid made through cross-pollination. So that was quite interesting. I learned something new that day. But yeah, I say the orange came first. Okay, cool, 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 cool. If Apple made a car, would it have windows? Okay, so you know what? I think it will have windows with a butt. So when I say butt is to stay as and to keep that identity, right? Because obviously it's a play on words there. But have you seen those tints on windows? It's a mirror effect. Yep. With a tint where it can blend into your car colour as well. So I think that's how they would go with it. You know, I love... And you know what? You know, what? You know I love the way people answer that question. I love it. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah, you know what? As a marketing thing, employer, they could easily yeah. put that in there. Um, here's our car without windows. Something like that. Yeah. Play on words. <laughs> I love the way because every answer I get, I always get people asked that like, <laughs> because that's the one that people I think people think about the most. They're like, "Yeah, I know what he's trying to do here. I know what he's trying to do," and it's like, you know what I mean? I um, yeah, go on. Out from all the tri- uh, ones there, the orange one is closest to my heart because I love that fruit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm gonna give you one now. I'm gonna change the last one though. Yeah. Give me three. Give me three UK national anthems. Okay. That you listen to that. So if you heard it, you'd be like, oh yeah, that's a banger. Three UK national anthems. Okay, okay. So Queen. Yeah. We we will rock you. Hundred percent. That's it. Now the other one I'm gonna put in there only because purely at all my family functions, yeah, they party in football Mm -hmm. matches they play it, sweet Caroline. Right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's 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 the banger. And then the last one I'll go with into the sort of Britishness um, is Wonderwall by Oasis. Oasis. Yeah, that's funny because yeah, 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 anywhere yeah. you hear that, yeah. people sing that, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like even though I've not cl- included any sort of uh, hip hop anywhere, this is all rock sort of genres here, right? And it's yeah. not something that I listen to much, but you know what? I actually like those three songs. And Sweet Caroline, yeah. I think it's more what your connection is to this. Even though it's not everyday type of music, it is something that uh, feeling and you get that familiarity of being with your family, etc. Party and you're kind of like tipsy on alcohol and whatnot. You just go. F- you just. That's true. That's true. That's true. Okay, so we can get into the nitty gritty. You ready? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Go for it. Let's do this. All right, cool, cool, cool. So, who should you be more loyal to? Your girlfriend, your family. Or your best mm. friend. Now they don't have to be in that order, but just sum it up. Who do you believe should you be more loyal to? Okay. So on this one, right? The mm. initial reaction for me is to be loyal to any of them right now. What I'm that is mm-hmm. 
to do with cheating it's nothing to do with betrayal it's nothing like that what i'm saying to you is like it depends for me that answer goes a bit deeper where it depends on your upbringing let's talk about family so in upbringing if you've had very toxic relationships with family members because uh, there are mm. some people out there they could have been like physically by whether it was a parent step parent a guardian and whatnot um you can grow to resent family if you were to go through if you go through those kind of things um and there could be a friend out there become a family right and you with them like like i said at the beginning of this podcast your vibe attracts your tribe that's where it goes to so with me i'm very lucky to have like so many cousins and uh okay so many cousins like my mom 25 first cousins on my dad's side there's like four stuff who are similar age to me and it's like you grow in loyalty with the your if that makes sense when i'm growing up as a teenager your best friends you think oh yeah i'm loyal with you um and when you got that mentality right of like a tribe like i don't know if you had back high school days here where uh arrival high schools who are you going to be loyal with you're going to be loyal with high school you know when they had those sort of like kiddie wars and stuff like that but on a serious note yeah. like even with that knife crime going on right now where 12 year olds are picking up a knife and stuff like that they're staying loyal to each other loyalty it has no loyalty to anyone to be honest in life um mm-hmm. and in the sense friend nothing to be or your boyfriend it's nothing to be proud of because form of respect right yeah it's a form of respect in my eyes it's I'm with you because I'm with you. Uh, when I'm out, when I'm not with you, when I'm not around you, um, yes, I'm loyal because I'm not going to do be messing about, etc., etc., out there. With your uh, best friend, right? Your best friends change in life. I don't know if you've had the same experience. Yeah, my friend. Yeah, my friend. Yeah, my friends have changed over the years, especially. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like one of my best friends, he's out in America, and my other best friend, he's out in Dubai, and I haven't seen them for a number of years. Now, mm-hmm. my loyalty, yeah, uh, after meeting them after so many years, we'll still have that same bond, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that I have to be loyal to them because um, yeah. they've been those ten years. Where have I been for them those ten years? For example, yeah. Obviously, my girlfriend. She's probably going to take priority in terms of, you know, what she's with me all the time. Except we've grown. She knows my darker secrets. So out from all those three that you've mentioned—the family, the partner, and the best friend—it's like mm-hmm. you don't have to be loyal to any of them, but you choose, right? And for me, with my girlfriend, uh, she knows a lot about me. She knows a lot of dark secrets. She knows all my personality side. She's around me a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. Where I drop my guard with her and um, you know my cousins and whatnot, um, you're just auto. That's that's yeah. that's the that's the best way I can put it. Um, no, no that, one... that, 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 that's a good <coughs> answer. Um, people always um, the way you put the best friend part. I've never really heard that from anyone really in the podcast. Um, people don't uh, friends friends come and go. Your family always stay. Um, your girlfriend is. Your, your girlfriend slash wife is always the person that you're going to um, show your most loyalty to because that's the person that you put your most trust into. But your family, like you said, your cousins, you're like me. 
um, I have a load of cousins as well. So mm. I kind of tend to talk to them about certain things that you can't talk to your best friend about or, you know, it's, I don't know, it's because the family is always going to be there. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's, it's something that they're always going to have on you, you know? Yeah, but it's like, sometimes I think about it, right, is loyalty, yeah? Now, I've been told uh, I have a loyal heart. Now, um, a person who's very spiritual um, and she, she can sense people's energies and whatnot and that kind of stuff. Mm. So she mm-hmm. said to me, oh, you've got a very loyal heart, this, that, and the other. Right? I was thinking, yeah, right, <clears throat> over the years, sometimes, like, much respect and too much loyalty is something, yeah? But if you do that with expectation that they then that's wrong because then you potentially right because then what happens is people before yourself now you know obviously there's this whole thing about self-love in today's society is coming up uh, a lot in all areas and i think it's a very good message as well because you know if something oh i want to be loyal to my girlfriend wife or husband boyfriend whatever and let's say 10 years later she she or he cheats on where's the loyalty in that right so Hmm. one of the best advice I've seen on Instagram actually where you know they said what's the best relationship advice you can give someone and it's not about being if you give 50% you're going to think where's the other 50% coming from it's an expectation you put on the other person so what that person said is she goes give 100% and they give up and that's two holes coming together right and that's true it's like full power energy yeah like the best mm. way I can describe it you remember in a like a, a street fighter or a fighting game you know when you get a power up yeah when you're flashing at the top yeah yep, yep. that special button yeah you both like combine and you just create a whole explosion <laughs> of love do you know what I mean so yeah, yeah, yeah. this is what I'm saying so like too hung the whole loyal it's just when you love with yourself yeah or Mac you're gonna Show that laws. That's true. Actions. Okay, then. So, let me throw the second question at them. So, um, we can't really. I, I, the reason why I say this question, I have to abbreviate this question a little bit because I have to ask you because in our basically in the older generation, they got married for different reasons. Even if they don't want to say that they didn't, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of my belief that they kind of did. It, it, it was kind of for love, but I would say men and women kind of needing needed each other more than they do now especially with the new age man and the new age woman claiming that they don't need each other okay now nowadays in 2022 but um mm-hmm. what do you believe the roles are now of a man and a woman in re- in a relationship in 2022 are you traditional are you okay. for are you for this new love type of stuff so you know what if we were to talk about this properly I could go on like two hours on this topic yeah so again <clears throat> let's give a little teaser trailer of my answer right <laughs> so basically okay. with this one right it is about energy okay now when I talk about energies yeah mm. it's about and feminine polarity in both man and woman now my background is Indian mm. and Growing up, yeah, obviously there was like, you know, semi-arranged stuff. So it's not like, you know, people have a misperception of like Asian culture where it's like, oh yeah, like they just, they, they've never seen each other and bang, that's it. 
this is yeah. your husband and wife, right? Yeah. That's yeah. like proper going back hundreds of years thinking, yeah, in terms of perception. <clears throat> but people get introduced to each other, they get to know each other through family recommendations, right? Which is it's cool. Um, if mm. you want to go down that route. And um, that's how, you know, people in that culture of mine met up and stuff. And to this day, you know, people get recommended and stuff, but it's a load of, um, it's a myth because now there's a lot of love marriages, Asian cultures, etc., where they just get on with it as normal, right? Yeah. Now, in terms of masculine and feminine energy, what I mean by that is back in the day where it was like, okay, it's a man's world, the woman's at home, uh, in all cultures, right? Even in England at the time. This new age one that you're speaking of, where it's gone very free, um, where it's like everyone's quite independent. Independent woman, independent man. Um, men have feelings now. It's not just women, etc. <coughs> I believe, and I strongly believe this, no matter what age you're going to be in, whether it is BC, whether it is whether it is the year 3000 that masculine yeah. energy you cannot escape from it now what i mean by that is uh, when you're in your element so when i'm this element and you've probably experienced this yourself and all men that are listening to this now they'll probably subconsciously they've done it in the past without knowing and that's when you are you know when you just got no expectations and you are so confident in yourself like let's say when you're with your boys yeah <clears throat> let's say you've played football whatever you've done a sport you've hung out your boys and then like there could be a group where like one of the eye of one of them purely because you know you're in your own element you're being yourself yeah and yeah. when you're being yourself that's when you're being true to your nature yeah and what i mean by that is the it's come out it's like um the masculine energy is just like you know confidence it's directness and the reason why i say masculine energy and those qualities is because um, I've gone to meditation classes and whatnot, and I've studied the quality feminine. Now, it's not too good for a man to be purely masculine, right? And when I say purely masculine, um, ignoring your energy sides, yeah? Because nurturing and the caring side of things, that's why they call it mother nature, right? They yep, call yep. it mother nature for a reason. They don't call it father... Father, um, father you know, nature. Father earth, <laughs> mother earth and all that stuff, yeah? <clears throat> and it's like those qualities when a man gets to that point where they can balance that out and a woman can balance that out as well that's truly happens yeah because think about it with men we're very much in our ego growing up right and so mm. can women as well women can be in their ego as well um, where they're playing up to their role if you like yeah mm -hmm. we've played up to our role but however what I'm talking about is that masculine energy when you are free to yourself that's when the attraction happens that's you attract your partner like same for a woman as well right it doesn't mean they have to just be um a girly girl and stuff that what i mean is when a girl's like you know with her girls and stuff she's getting her nails done with her girlfriends or whatever i'm not being stereotypical this is just an example and yeah, um, yeah. let's say they're talking about girly talk the stuff that only they can talk about which a man can't understand because you've got a woman's body and you've got a man's body yeah we're both built differently. So obviously our minds are going to be built differently as well. Mm. And not, not a lot of people uh, clock onto that. It's like, we've got a physical difference. So there must be something inside us as well that has that difference as well. And there was this book that I read years ago and it, um, it's called Why Men Don't Listen. 
and why women can't read maps. It's just the title of the book. And they'll talk to, they'll, yeah, yeah, no, it's an interesting book. Yeah, you should Google it. And in there, they talk about, you know, I learned a lot from that book and the differences in characteristics. When a lady vents to a man, yeah, mm. what is man's first reaction to do? It's to fix, mm. to say if a girl, girlfriend or a man, man for example, um, and even in like, let's, let's be real, yeah, even a lesbian-lesbian relationship, yeah, girl-girl, right, and a man, if one vent to the other, right, they're not looking for an answer, yeah, so whether, whether it's a heterosexual couple, whether it's a gay couple, venting to one another, right, mainly um, in this book they're talking about the female energy, they want to get it off their chest. If they're telling you they had a bad day at work or if they're telling you they've got a problem sometimes they don't this is where this is where a lot of people mess up yeah especially men right if mm. um their their partner's complaining about something of a situation not necessarily they want an answer when you go to give them an answer they think you're not listening hence the title why men don't listen and women can't read maps Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's like a, and I'll tell you something. When I was in a my first retail job as a manager, right? I actually applied some of the techniques from that book. Right? It helped me get to the root of like, oh yeah, you know what? Stay focused. Yeah. Like in your masculine energy. So there was a female customer who was complaining about a situation in the store. Mm-hmm. Right. Purposely, when she was complaining, I did not interrupt her once. Yeah. I didn't interrupt her once. Yeah. Because it's. Um, Logically, like it's rude to interrupt, but at the same time, I wanted her to get everything off her chest. Mm. Yeah. Now the other supervisor at the time, yeah, she jumped in. Yeah. And what happened was when she jumped in, the woman started arguing even more. The customer, she started getting even more annoyed, etc., etc. Mm. Now, afterwards, yeah, right, I smoothed it over, whatnot, etc. Et I said to the, I said to the colleague, I said, why did you get involved? Because I, I, I had it under control. And do you know what her answer was? She goes, because you weren't saying anything. And I'm like, that's the whole point, <laughs> right? That's the whole point, right? She wanted to be listened to. She wanted to be heard, et cetera, et cetera. So the dynamics of today, it is about staying true to your uh, inner core energy. Now, I found that whenever I've, um, you know, uh, got with a girlfriend in the past, etc., in a relationship, it's when I've been enjoying life and I've been myself. And being myself is not trying to pretend to be the, you know, the future metrosexual man. Yeah. Some yeah. people are comfortable with being metrosexual. For those that don't know, it's a straight man who likes sort of like, you know, doing uh, doing some makeup. They have guy liner now for eyeliner and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Imagine like I changed myself here because um, and said, OK, you know, what? I'm going to try impressing someone by putting on some eyeliner so i'm not being true to myself yeah yeah now when uh in today i still believe those qualities that attract um a man and a woman or a girl girl or boy boy whatever attracted them together in the first place that's what you know them as over time in a relationship what happens is say five years go by and whatnot the re- people start to deteriorate and what i mean by that is they forget who they are everything becomes blend it's like what tends to happen in that case is you know like a man let's say he was very confident at the beginning of a relationship and stuff he was taking 
his own decisions. He wasn't getting put off. Then his girlfriend or wife starts testing him over in terms of, oh, you don't do this anymore. Or you've got a bit fat. You used to be like this. And what happens is the man can get really comfortable. Yeah. yeah. This in turn can annoy the, the, the wife or girlfriend or whatnot. And they, that's where, like, you know, troubles could potentially happen. Yeah. That's just a layman's example of, you know, that sure. kind of thing. But it could happen in anything. It could be like the man could the man could have been doing gardening at the beginning of the relationship and taking out the trash and all that, yeah. Then over time, yeah, <laughs> he stopped doing those things, and it's like, what's happened to you? Where where's my partner gone? Where, where did they go? So when that identity gets lost, yeah, and the man, he's been so comfortable where he forgets who his masculine nature is. Mm-hmm. That's 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 where your partner can lose faith in you, right? And vi- there's other way as well. So. Uh, a girl as well in the beginning of a relationship she may have certain qualities um, she could have been like humorous at the beginning and then she starts becoming annoyed later in the relationship because she's so comfortable treating her partner um, in a certain way right neglecting you know his emotions and whatnot and then he starts to resent so the dynamics of today's relationship it's all to do with you can't lose yourself so so with the third, okay, yeah, so I can chip into that. So with the first question, so with the third question, do you believe that relationship status is important then in a relationship? Some people, some, if two people agree on what the status is, yeah, and it's clearly defined, there's not a problem. Because now, so do you believe in the social media propaganda thing then, where they're where she will be like, or he will be like, oh, you don't post me on social media? Do you believe in that type of stuff? Uh not me personally, no. Uh, so you're so you're so you're against the the um I so I won't say not against. So I I would say that okay, so if there's pictures of you and your missus up on social media, it's because you wanted to put it up. It's not ba- it's it's not basically forced then. Hey, let me tell you something here. <clears throat> so because I know I know a lot of people and a lot of experiences I've witnessed as well. Some people I have known, like a friend who's a sibling, they're sibling's partner wanted them to post stuff online about their relationship and wanted them to post a proposal they did at the shard yeah okay um, yeah was, it was getting angry that he never posted it online and stuff like that so me i'm against that because that's not being true to yourself that is being what's the word a performer yeah yeah that's being a performer now if me if say if i post something online of me and my missus <clears throat> It's gonna be because it's nothing to do with the relationship. It's just like, this is where we are. Like, look at the beautiful scenery and this is who I'm enjoying it with, the person that I love. Yeah, that's yeah. literally it. It's like, the thing is, you could, people can read so much into something. Let's say tomorrow I posted a picture of me and my girlfriend, yeah, on holiday. You, cause you know me, you might view it as, oh, he's having a great time, blah, blah. Someone else could be like, oh, why is he showing off? like him and his he's got a relationship blah 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 blah. so you can't please everyone in life yeah it's like you can't be like i should post this or i shouldn't post this it's like just post whatever you want with Mm. me like there's this quote that i I heard ages ago it goes to be happy in life it is do what you want to do to make you happy Mm -hmm. and let others do what they want to do to make them happy and that's it and yeah. that's, that's a philosophy I stand by because if I see pictures of people online, I'm not going to drag my vibration or energy into toxicity and be like judging them and be like, mm-hmm. you know what? 
why are they show- they're showing their relationship status blah 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 like if I see something yeah right I'll double tap it and be like bless you that's it and carry on scrolling <laughs> something like that yeah but but, it's like, but isn't that the thing though that like, double tapping has become like it's just like a or like it's not even an emotion anymore it's like you've seen it oh that looks good double tap scroll on and uh, that's yeah. what and, and that's all they want though that's all they want is the double tap but the but the I reason why Arch- yeah. yeah go on I, so I disagree with that statement purely because yeah it mm. depends on the individual yeah mm. if mm. I see um, okay if I see I, okay me personally I believe in my perception in what's going on right that's me mm. yeah now if I scroll through and let's say I double tap something yeah I double tap it because I genuinely am happy right that's why I'm doing mm. it <clears throat> and I'm not gonna lie I've seen posts where I'm like oh my god that person right and then I end up hiding their feed because I don't want that energy on my post yeah so that's the yeah, way I yeah. do that's the way I deal with it it's like I'm not gonna entertain it and double tap just for what I what I think seems superficial and whatnot but at the same time I'm, I'm happy for them like if they want to do what they want to do they can do what they want to do but if you're talking about some people post stuff to show what they're doing yeah then mm. I just try not to give it too much energy because that's what they want to do right that's how they want to live their life who am I to judge them that's the truth that's the truth that is the truth you know what it is it's the uh, <coughs> the the shard part that you um the reason why I was I'm very intrigued about the shard is because um I knew somebody that um a little young boy I saw it online and I think he was about 13 and the girl was about 14, 15 and the girl wanted the boy to take her to the shard for her birthday mm. and I was like but why? oh because that's the thing that people are doing I thought but he doesn't have the money for the shard so who's meant where's he meant to get this money from? he's meant to get from the, the parents to take you to the shard to feed you you can't even do half the things in the shard because you're underage anyway yeah do you know what I mean? but then do you know what? That comes down to mm. maturity, right? <clears throat> so go back to how, you know, how me and you, right? How we were at 18 years old. We're not the yeah. same as we are today. Now, the sad thing is, <clears throat> if some people at that age are seeing it as this is the way to go, like shard, like, you know, it's bucks. It's like 300 quid sometimes. <laughs> people mm. want to do something up there, like, you know, proposal and whatnot. Yeah, I've, I've heard. Um, okay, then obviously that kind of stuff is I'm against that of course because they're, do, they're not doing it for themselves right now some people at the age of 15 and then at the age of 40 years old that same person could have the same mentality and they would think that oh I want to go to the Shard to show that this is a great destination blah 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 blah. do you know what I mean but then there's some people I know right who can afford it yeah and they go there out of pure like love with their partner and posed up there and stuff like because I know them right um, but it wasn't like oh yeah we're doing this because it's the shard it's because they wanted to see it so there's there's differences but that thing you said about the 15 year old that's obviously to me that's ridiculous yeah it's ridiculous right yeah. it's, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous um, to get onto the lighter side of things mm. um, I'm going to ask you these questions now these are I like these ones better I don't know what it is I like to start but I like these ones better because I like to see like how the person's um, kind of thinking about how they are with their life nowadays yeah. um, 
what three things would you say to your younger self if you had the chance to? Oh. So, okay. so you, you go for a time machine, you see your younger self sitting in the park, and you could you had a chance to say three things to your younger self before you had to go back through it. <coughs> what would okay. you say? It would be don't waste so much energy on anger. Yeah. Okay. That would okay. be number one. Do I elaborate or do I just give a sentence? No, just give three reasons. Yeah, just give you three reasons. I, I just so want to hear them because anger. Yeah. Then it would be uh, have more confidence in yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and then the last one would be don't underestimate yourself. So I know that kind of goes hand in hand with confidence, but sometimes you can be confident, but you might mm-hmm. underestimate another area of your life. Mm-hmm. So that's the three I'd say to myself. So do you believe that you're working at all three of them now at the age that you are? Do you think you're you're working at all three of those things now? Uh, the journey never stops. So, yes. So good, good. I'm, I'm never going to say that, yeah, I'm the complete article. Far, far from it. Like, I've, I've, I've got a lot to learn. But the important <laughs> thing is that I'm willing to learn. Right? That's, that's, that's the main thing. That's good. Okay, then. So what would you want to be remembered for? It could be anything being a warrior so the yeah, reason why, why would you yeah, say that so why i say that yeah now my version right okay the reason why i say this is that is sort of been my that helped me um that motivated me as i was growing up yeah so for some mm. reason i don't know where it came from yeah right this warrior thing it was like maybe after seeing the movie 300 i was like yeah warrior right and then what yeah. happened was uh, and growing up as well actually i watched a lot of action movies and stuff like you know samurai movies um, yeah. fighting maybe it was a part of that yeah and I did karate and stuff like that now the thing is when I was in uh, my first managerial job as a supervisor and stuff I created an award for the staff and no one told me to do it <clears throat> and I called it VJ's Weekend Warrior so whoever performed the best at the time yeah mm-hmm. or did a really good job it didn't mean they had to like be the top performer it meant they were really doing something good yeah I would give them that award like Vida as well. So that's how that all kind of started. And I carried that through with my other jobs and stuff. Um, and then I even made like an award. When I first became a store manager in another company, I created an award, VJ's Warrior of the Month. <clears throat> and whoever was like, you know, a solid performer, I would put that picture up there. And I would give. I made this thing saying like Warrior of the Month and the reasons why. So like where it started. But now for me, what I want to be remembered as a warrior in terms of I've been like taking things head on in my life. Yeah. yeah? Um, and then like, you know, you get that warrior spirit where it's not about ego. It's not about being macho. It's about being very centered in yourself that mm. you know how and when to act. So if I come across a gentle situation, yeah, where someone needs a bit of nurturing, I know how to act in that situation. If I see something violent, I know how to intervene and protect. Yeah. Um, so that's what I mean. That's that's what I want to be remembered as um, a warrior in every sense. Where you're a spiritual warrior, you're a physical warrior, an emotional warrior, and a warrior in general. Where you just want to continue the pursuit of your own perfection. That's really I like that. I like that. Um, I'm gonna ask you these two um, these two last questions because I've only got until two o'clock. I know it's I a know, bummer because I, I wanted to literally I wanted to I wanted to literally because there's other questions I wanted to ask you as well, but. Like I said to you, part two of this is going to be really good. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yeah. these two last ones, the reason I'm going to ask you them, um, 
they say I don't know how much you've listened to my other podcasts I don't know how far you've got into them but mm-hmm. the, the last two questions I always ask is um, I'm going to ask you this one now is what has been your most racist experience mm-hmm. now, I can't, now it can be through anything um, yeah 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 it can be through anything yeah so um, yeah I have listened to you know to the end on your other podcasting but then this one even though I've heard it before when you ask me that question, it's like I haven't prepared for anything because when you ask it to me, it's like a live situation. It's like, you know what? This is getting me thinking. So my most racist situation, right? I ain't going to lie to you, yeah, is it's a water off a duck's back, number one. Because mm. I grew up around a multicultural society, yeah. um, I guess I didn't really experience too much, right? In terms of only verbal, it was like, the odd packy this or packy yeah, that. Yeah, it's just words, like, really, isn't it? Yeah, it was just words. words, yeah, right? But never, like, anything too good. Now, the the sad part is, the reason why I call it sad, yeah, is because I have seen people get picked on, right, for, you know, a racist thing and whatnot. With me, where I, like, um, kind of navigated through growing up is when you're good, I was, I was pretty good at football. Yeah, I was, mm. like, like... I, like I'm not saying I don't want to sound big-headed, but it is what it is. Like I was good at sports, I was good at like running, football, stuff like that. When you're good at a sport or something like that, or good, have a talent at something, and people know you for it, <clears throat> I notice you kind of get respected for that by black, white, Asian, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And that's how I kind of navigated through life. So I guess in that part, where I learned to express myself as I grew confidence growing up, I never got that sort of racial barrier, if you like. Yeah. But that's sad in a way because it's still out there where you've seen other people get, you know, racially abused and whatnot. Um, like even like a few months ago, right? Um, the shoplifter at the place I work, he called, he, he goes, oh, you packy, we're gonna, I'm going to come and stab the lot of you, this, that and the other. Um, and the thing is, it's like, it, it, it means nothing to me, right? Because you, yeah. you, you know when you're so sure of yourself of what you want to do, et cetera, et cetera. Now mm-hmm. the real racism, yeah, right? that upsets me to this day right is the stuff that happened in history so my dad for example yeah he's told us a story of you know when they came to this country and all that when they were kids and stuff like that that's real racism back then because they had things called packy bashing right where white skinheads racist at the time they would go around beating up asian people just for the fun of it yeah now, my dad never got beaten up or anything, but one time he said to me, he was just sitting on the wall once, yeah? I think he was about 15 or something. And he goes that some white person just kicked him in the stomach for no reason and walked off. Right? Ridiculous. So th- that, that makes me angry because today, if that happened, we would be fighting back, right? But it's not about war. Now, the, the, I think we're very, very lucky. Well, I think I'm very lucky in terms of <coughs> the people I've grown up around and stuff yeah right and people I've worked with um, like I'll give you an example when I worked in this one fashion retailer it was a very predominantly white place um, mm. and the area I was in it was outside of London now because obviously my confidence levels had grown over the years and stuff I never saw anything different and I was myself and I was confident and that race barrier just goes away now what happens is Asian and I'm not I'm guessing black people as well as we're growing up we create a barrier for ourselves in the beginning, right? Mm. Now, when we create that barrier, like even when I was a teenager growing up and stuff, sometimes you're around like, let's say, 
when I went to this football club, I was around white people yeah, and I was the only Indian person there. In my head at the beginning, before we started playing the game, I was like, oh shit, I'm the only Indian here. And you start behaving a bit more like, you stay a bit quiet, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which is wrong, yeah? I know that today. Like, if it was today, I'd just be going there, like, introducing myself to everyone, being normal, etc. But back then, when you're like uh, 17, 18 years old, yeah, you're kind of like second guessing everything. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm Indian here, right? But then when you start playing football, it all just goes away, right? But my point is, is that I fought like that, yeah? And I, there was one time I was actually going to join the army, yeah? I actually um, got accepted as an officer into the army. And um, I actually asked a question, yeah, <coughs> to one of the uh, soldiers there. Right? I said, oh, yeah, do you get many Asians coming in it? And you know what? Fair play to him, yeah? He gave me the best answer. He goes, you know what? It's only an issue if you make it an issue. And he goes, we've got Asians who come here, et cetera, et cetera, like that. And you know what? He, that's the perfect mentality. Yep, yeah, that's the truth. So that it's is like, the truth. Obviously, you're going to get areas in the in the in the world where people are ignorant. They've not seen an Indian person or a black person or a Chinese person in their life. So when they see them, they become very childish and they like might be like, "Oh, you you lot eat curry or you lot do this." So, do you know what I mean? Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It's uh, it's what you make of it at the end of the day. Um, and if you go around being a victim of like I never got this job because I'm this skin colour or this has happened to me you're kind of setting yourself up to fail like you know people say that oh racism is strong okay so say if like there's a football game and people are doing monkey chants yeah we know Mm -hmm. that's racist but we know it's wrong yeah and yes we should fight back it's unacceptable but we put it out there but at the same time we shouldn't like get angry yeah, mm. this is what I'm saying. We shouldn't get angry. So, say if there was an Indian footballer and they started throwing like curry on the grass or whatever, right? Mm. You see footballers like Ibrahimovic, they pick it up and start eating it and stuff. Yeah, right? It's yeah. how much do we want it to affect us? So, that's true. That's true. okay, so let me ask you this question then. Yeah. So, people like Nelson Mandela. Because I've only yes. got literally eight minutes. People like Nelson Mandela and like Martin Luther King. Um, Gandhi. Free, yeah, yeah. Free, free, yeah, Gandhi, free thinking people were mm. trying to help all this prejudice go away. If you had the grand stage, what what would you try to do to bring people together? Uh, oneness with spirituality. Yeah. yeah. Because regardless of your belief system, whether you're Hindu, Christian, Muslim, Jewish, you have the same message in all those faiths, yeah? <clears throat> now, the thing is, when you see that oneness, I know it's a very, like, cliche thing for me to say right now, but it's a very deep topic if we went into it further. But basically, that oneness is what I'd promote. And what I mean by that is the same um, energy of love that each religion has is something we can learn and share from each other. Uh, I like that. And it's it's very good the reason why i bring up the nelson mandela um, question to everybody is because i want to it's a hard question to ask because even they went through their struggles even tried to do it themselves do you know what i mean it was hard just for them to build up like a culture mm. back then in the 70s sorry in the, in the 50s in the 60s because they were going through such, such type of a different racism where it was more loud and it was yes. more like spoken and it wasn't really like that people didn't really care to say what they want to say at the time. 
um but your answer to that is it's true i heard a lot of people saying about they try to they will try to change it through communities and try to change it through like smaller groups and try to like make it expand outward so they would do they would hold stand like why people hate other ethnic minorities countries and most of the time it's just a stigma you know it's mostly they hear oh black people only eat bananas or asian people only eat curries and it's like mm, mm, mm. Mm, but why do you think that oh because that's what we've been told but have mm. you ever been there have mm. you ever seen the culture and most of the people you know when they go to another country that's not their country mm. they it's funny they love the place they yes. don't like they don't want to come back and when they come back they're like oh my gosh i went i went in india and it was so beautiful I don't know well, why I was yeah, worried. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, why were you worried in the first place? You're like, we we told you it's a lovely place. Do you yes, know what I mean? Yes. So, so this is what I'm saying to you. And it's all about that, um, what's the word, awareness. That's mm. what it's about. There was one thing I was, I was waiting to say, but it's mm-hmm. literally slipped my mind, but maybe in part two, I'd bring it up again. No, but, um, there it's was good. one point. Yeah, it's time for me. You know, it's good. I know the lady's going to call me at, bang on two o'clock i know she's going to but please um um i'm gonna have the links for hopefully when i when this comes out before it comes out i'm gonna get the ask you for the links for your instagram and your books where people can buy but where can people where where can people buy the book from so yeah you can buy on amazon stones online as well but um follow my instagram at bite your bullet because i'm i do coaching as well it's not just about the book it's like I said at the beginning, it's about uplifting and regaining power in your life and a passion for life. So that's 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 my mission in life for everyone to feel that power. Now, people, he does mean it. I, I did work with him and he is a great guy. He doesn't he's not he's not sugarcoating anything he says. He was very hands on, especially hands on with me when I when I wanted to learn the um I don't know what to call it. What's it called? The Tulsa and all that type of stuff. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you oh, yeah. Were, I think, but funny enough though, it's like cut short. The very first thing, the very first time you met me, you yes. did it as well. You were very like, like you took me under your wing like straight away. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. very weird. And oh, I remember you pulled me to the yeah, side yeah. and you trying to train me up on all these things. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. Wow. Yes, 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 yes. It, was, it was very, it was very weird. But yeah, because I, I, like I, I want the best mm-hmm. for you. And one thing I remember I was going to say, sorry, but you know, mm-hmm. to do that race topic, yeah, is mm-hmm. uh, I was meant to say my girlfriend, she's Portuguese. So okay. That's probably why for that understanding. That's all I wanted. That's, I just wanted to put that out there. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> so it's racial barriers. And basically, you, you try to make each other understand each other's culture, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't even yeah, see it. We, you, you don't even see it. It's just, you don't even see it. You don't even see it. But uh, I would like to thank you for coming on to the Teddy Hawker podcast, mate. Thank uh, you thank for you. having me. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah I'm, yeah. Just, I'm just, probably just so gutted that it was rushed, man. I know, I know. And I wanted me to too. ask you about, I, I wanted to ask you about the J.D. Pinkett slap with Will Smith. I wanted to uh, say how you thought about that. Damn. Yeah. No. <laughs> I would have loved to. I would have loved to. Uh, get, get, get me on part two, please. Yeah, just get me on I will, part I will two. definitely. No, part yeah. two, I've literally just downloaded Skype. So part two will be okay. video. Yes, yes, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. So people, I've been your boy Teddy Hoggle. This is this has been VJ. People, the links will be in the description, please. The links will be in the description. Go on his go on his um Instagram. It's bite your bullet, yeah? Bite your bullets, people. Bite yes. your bullet, yeah. Bite your bullets, people. The links will be in the description. VJ, thanks again. All right, thank you very much. And thank you, mate. Bless right, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Yeah.